1: Welcome to another episode of The Way with Jazz and Tay. It's your girl, Jazz and... Shantae. And we are so excited for today's episode because we've got two special guests with us. Yes. Maya Levy and Miss Tiger Lily. Say hi. Hi.
2: Hello, everyone. How are you?
1: Um, We're definitely going to go over and give you guys more deeper, thorough introductions of them. But before we do that, we're going to have Shantae give you guys a rundown of what today's show is going to look
0: like. So today you guys can expect an introduction from our guests. We're going to learn a little bit more about them. We're going to play an icebreaker to learn even more, but then to also get rid of those jitters as always. We're going to get into a review of the week where we listen to Tiger Lily's new song, Lisbon. It's a vibe, you guys. I think you're going to love it. And we are also, for the hot topic, going to talk about mental health versus the internet. So we've got a lot to talk about. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into our introductions. Um, Tiger, Lily, and Maya, um, whoever wants to go first, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and give two fun facts as well. So like
2: who you are and then um, two additional fun facts.
3: Maya, well, we have- <laughs> first.
2: I'll go first. We'll save the best for last, which is Tiger in this case, because it's for her. Um, but hi, um, my name is Maya Levy. I am originally from Chicago, currently living in the New York City area, managing the lovely Tiger Lily on the screen right now. Um, on the business side, I am an a r consultant, a manager, and do a whole bunch of other things. And then on the performance side, I am a professional dancer and choreographer, DJ, and model. So yeah. So jack
0: is.
1: of all trade. Okay. Do <laughs> yes. tiger lily, tell us about yourself
0: yeah
3: so i'm tiger lily um so i grew up here in seattle i was actually in an all-girl uh grunge rock band called bleach bear that was performing around seattle for. A long time, <laughs> like uh, like seven, eight years, and then now I and then I moved out to New York, and then I decided to launch a solo pop project under my name. So we just I just released my um, debut single, Lisbon, with that, and then oh man, fun facts. Um, two fun facts. I guess one fun fact would be I met Chris Novoselic of Nirvana, and that was like the coolest moment for me when I was in the band because I was wow. a cool Nirvana fan growing up. Oh my
1: um, gosh. That's incredible.
3: Yeah. And another fun fact is my grandmother actually escaped from North Korea. So that's, oh. a, that's a fun fact on my TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I think only people on TikTok know that about me.
2: Isn't All of right. her on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: Yeah. My TikTok. <laughs> that is really
1: that is very cool that's crazy because imagine like you probably would not be over here right now if she never got out like this would not be a thing true
0: (laughs) um really i'm glad that you brought up the grunge pop because we want to talk about that more during the review of the week yes
1: that was something that we wanted to ask about because that is really cool
0: yeah all right Vinny. we're gonna get into our icebreaker
2: (laughs)
1: So this week's icebreaker is going to be called the four C's, okay? Which is car, color, cartoon character, and cuisine. So we're each going to go through and tell our audience which one we are and why. Alrighty. Uh, it took us a little bit of time to get our figured out because we got some funny in here. <laughs>
0: but Let's go ahead and jump right in. Shantae, do you want to start with yours? I'll start it. Let's go every other. We'll go one of us, and then a guest, and then a guest again. All right, so to kick it off, uh, my car, I chose a Porsche Boxster uh, convertible, specifically. I just Googled small car convertibles, and that (laughs) looks like me, so I chose that one. At least you didn't Um, do
1: a Miata. I feel like Miata would be like the first one for most, but What's a Miata? Yeah, Mazda, I'm like, Mazda Miata. <laughs> but I'm really impressed with the German move with the Porsche. So.
0: Yeah, see, I really wanted a Porsche. I was like, I want a luxury car. It was either that or, like, a drop-top well. Cadillac.
2: Mm. It has to be a
0: convertible. Oh, that's my... Wait, never mind. Just kidding. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> then my color, I chose maroon. Um, there's really no rhyme or reason to it. I just kept getting stuck on maroon or, like, a mauve color. I love that color scheme or, like... Maroon, Mauve, or Burgundy. Okay. Um and where'd reddish. you go to college? I believe, oh <laughs> I'm, I'm a Koobs. Go, go Cougs. Cougs. Crimson and Gray.
1: <laughs> I see what you're yeah. doing. Okay, that
0: was really the logic. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> um cartoon character. Okay, so we were having like an existential crisis trying to pick a cartoon character. Yes. And then I stopped being silly and I chose my favorite of all time, Princess Tiana. I am Princess Tiana because I work hard. I love New Orleans. I love jazz music. And that's my favorite, favorite. Wait, and you
1: also get down in the kitchen just like Tiana does.
0: Okay. (laughs) Let's not forget about that. I can do a little sum sum, you know? (laughs) Yeah, so I'm definitely Princess Tiana. That's my favorite movie ever. I have a stuffed Princess Tiana in my room. So yeah, that shouldn't have even been like a question for me. And cuisine, I've decided to go with soul food. Oh. Because I'm good for your soul and, and I love soul food. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love know?
0: that. Yeah, so that's my four C's. Um, let's go, Maya. Uh, yeah. What are your four
2: C's? All right, well, I'm a full disclosure. I did this right before the show because I'm a procrastinator. Okay. Sometimes <laughs> but, those
4: are the best answers, so don't sweat it.
2: You yeah. know, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I think they're pretty accurate. So. Mm-hmm. For my car, I would say I'm a 2020 Lamborghini, Lamborghini Aventador SVJ Roadster. Wow, I, a I get way. a big one for that. That's impressive, <laughs> <a> <laughs> right there. Well done. Thank you <laughs> so much. Porsche Boxster ain't got nothing on that. <laughs> yeah. well done. I don't even
1: know. Is that a big car? Is that a very big car? Oh, it it's got a very a fast car, car isn't it? <laughs> robot. Like robot.
2: she's a like, robot. 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 She all That's dipping horrible. already. She
0: dipping on top. <laughs> <she dipping. laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, like, I do remember. It's 10 a.m. where I'm at. I'm dead up. Okay. Um, and then for my color, I was not sure if it was the color of the car or a color that I embody. And then I put a color down for the car. But now that I'm thinking of the color I embody, I think it could be the same. So originally, <laughs> the color for the car that I chose was, like, a bronze. Because it was, like, a nice, like, bronze. Mm, like, I'm talking, okay. like, empty body lava drip yes. on the car. Yes. But I embody like i think rose gold which is also a fancy body lava color so i think a rose gold for me and the car would suffice that's, that's a that good record. color i love thank, it thank I you it's, gold. and it'd be sparkling and that's, that's the whole point so that's <laughs> yeah. that that's true um and then my cartoon character that i think i embody the most would have to be penny proud Um, because I believe that she overcame her crazy family and her and lived her best life on her own terms. I'm hoping we didn't get the adult penny, but that's how I envision her. Um, (laughs) and that's what I would like to thank for myself. Um, and in terms of my cuisine, I would say that I am sushi because I'm versatile in both my interests. Um, and, yeah, and you can eat it every day and always get something different and still enjoy it, so.
1: <laughs> I like that. I'm a big, I'm a big yeah. sushi fan. I can eat sushi every day, any day.
2: And you can have a different roll, and it's, right. like, all good. Different everywhere
1: you go, there's going to have different rolls, too. Like, you're never going to, I feel like, have the same sushi roll.
0: Types, right. Unless you know what you I, like. I've always had the
2: same <laughs> sushi, sushi roll. Okay.
3: Right.
1: <laughs> so, I'm going to tackle mine. Um, for me... My car is it's actually kind of funny. I got this pink convertible. Oh. <laughs> um I don't even I didn't know that we were going to get into like makes and models cuz I'm not good at all that kind of stuff, but it is a pink convertible. It reminds me a lot of like something that I've seen in Greece. It would Greece is one of my favorite movies. Um, But yeah, and I just think, you know, convertible because you can let the top down and have some fun, which is like me. I can go from being buttoned up and really proper and looking like I'm a full car to looking like I'm only half a car.
2: Yeah. I I love
1: it. I love it. Um, My color is yellow now my favorite color is green and that's the one that I immediately wanted to go with but yellow as far as like who I am and what represents me because yellow signifies like happiness and light and like sunshine Mm -hmm. and I am that for so many people I'm also very generally happy person you know I'm generally pretty optimistic and positive and I like to bring that upon other people so for me yellow is going to be my color. Um, And then cartoon character, this one I got really happy with because um, it's Libby from Jimmy Neutron. Do you guys remember? I love Libby so much. So Libby is great because Libby is smart and she's loyal, but she's also very sassy and she's stylish, you know, which is definitely (laughs) me. She can be, yeah, she can be very much of like a little smart butt and sarcastic, but she's also very smart and has like a leader and that's totally sums me up. Um, it took me a while to get there uh, believe it or not but Libby definitely I feel like is who I'm going to be I love that and then last but not least cuisine Mexican so kind of for similar reasons uh, Maya because it's versatile you know there are so many different types of like Mexican cuisines and um, Shantae knows this you know we have Mexican all the time we can never get tired of nachos or tacos or something like that. that But also with Mexican food, there are so many different layers to it and so many different flavors. And as far as I go, I'm a whole lot of layers <laughs> and I'm a whole lot of flavor. Are you
0: sure you're not an oven? Onion? <laughs> 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 okay, I'm not going to take it
2: Shrek on y'all. <laughs> no. Mexican food, to be fair. Right, that is true, see? Like you the little layers on your taco. Right. Or your Onions
1: are definitely one of them.
2: I <laughs> <I heard layers. laughs> ogres have layers <laughs> oh my gosh all right It's just
1: the first thing I did. someone likes the movie a lot tiger lily <laughs> give us your four c's
3: all right um well i also did a convertible i feel like everyone wants to be convertible because they're like fun and fast they're, like they're, yeah so i i just did i don't know anything about cars so i just did a white corvette convertible I okay, know okay. back in the day. So it's, I just, that's, <laughs> a, that's a
2: good choice. Nothing wrong with that.
3: Yeah. And then um my color, I did red because I read back in the day that red makes you 40% more attractive. I feel like everyone knows this advice. Oh, I, I didn't I, know that. No. I, oh, <laughs> I, heard, I heard that. I heard I heard that. It. And I was always in red all the time. I was like, I'll for 40%. <laughs> I was like, anything I can get. And then cartoon character, I, I got Bugs Bunny on that BuzzFeed quiz. Like, what cartoon character are you? And it said it means that you are like popular, cheerful, come out on top. I was like, this sounds so good. And then it said at the end, uh, and you like to you like to snack. So I was like, okay, that must be me. <laughs> <laughs> I do
2: like
3: to <laughs> Yeah, I'll put all the rest of it too. It sounded good. And then for cuisine, I did Korean barbecue mm-hmm. because I don't know. It's a little bit sweet, a little bit spicy, and who doesn't like Korean barbecue? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. Some good bulgogi.
3: Oh, yeah, that's the best dish. <laughs>
1: so I think it's funny that you got Bugs Bunny because you were talking about how you grew up watching like Looney Tunes and whatnot. And it's so funny that you got Bugs Bunny, of course.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Wiley e. Coyote, but I guess not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,. So now that we played four seats, yeah, we're gonna. That was a lot of fun. Um, I love that we all picked convertibles. One and
1: I think it has something to do with mind. it being so hot out lately. I think everyone wants I to. Said it, except for me, right? I mean,
0: but also convertibles are just cool, Benny.
1: Like, <laughs> I ain't it on it. I'm like, not on it. The monster fast car, and then wait, I don't even know what that looks like. Honestly, I'm imagining like an SUV. Oh. No,
2: no, 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 no. It's like. <laughs> lo- <laughs> Like, no, 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 let no, me no, break no, it
1: down no. for you She <laughs> like it, it's
2: like when you envision like a spy movie and they're like in the cars that are very low to the ground driving through Men- a tunnel Men- yeah and it's like sleek and really fast and like it's usually i just envision like holly berry like driving in a car with sunglasses on and like okay. her business unbothered going really fast <laughs> from the tunnel and then like she gets out and the suicide doors come up kind of like when beyonce came out on diva and she like lit the car on fire yeah or and then like you could also just you know drive on the nascar race i would love to be like, black, <laughs> the first like black woman nascar driver if that isn't already a thing and i need it's to find nice. her no it's
0: okay not. go ahead
2: Then I'll do that
0: then later. (laughs) African American in NASCAR. Only one. She'll
1: just add that to her resume.
0: Right. Yeah. We'll we'll work on it. I'll be doing it. (laughs) All right. So we're going to hop into a really quick two to three minute break. And when we come back, we are going to get into our review of the week. You are listening to The Way.
5: Runners, to your mark. Set. Some may see a sprinter. At the NFHS, we see a future leader already off to the races. Some may see a volleyball player. Good hit! Way to go, girl. Woo! At the NFHS, we see a spike in confidence that will help her achieve her potential. What else do we see? Musicians learning to march to their own beat. We're the NFHS, the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and activities in America. Helping today's teenagers develop the skills they need to become tomorrow's leaders. And we see it happening in communities across Washington every single day. Learn more about the NFHS commitment to youth at nfhs.org. This message presented by the NFHS, the National Federation of State High School Associations.
0: Hey, Seattle! Tune in to The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. We have something for everyone, from Song of the Week, where we'll introduce you to local Seattle artists, to the quirky games that we play for that little pick-me-up to get you through your morning commute. Again, that's The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. And don't forget to Follow us on Instagram at The Way and on Twitter at The Way JT. See you guys on Thursday.
4: Miss a show on KKNW? Check out 1150KKNW.com for podcasts of many of our programs. That's 1150KKNW.com.
0: Hey, 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 guys. Welcome back to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Before the break, we introduced our guests, Maya Livy and Tiger Lily, as well as played a really fun game of the four Cs, or we listed out our four Cs. It's not really a game.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: That was a lot of fun to learn a little bit more about what we think we are based off car we all think we're fast and we all think we're convertible so now we are gonna get into our review of the week uh since we have tiger lily here and she just dropped her debut single we wanted to give you guys a little taste of that so we're gonna go ahead and play a quick uh clip of it and then we're gonna review it and talk a little bit more about it such so fun. a beautiful song. Yes. I just got the chills <laughs> a little bit. Yes, yeah, so I'm like, sorry. I got like... in my feelings.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> And that's what I was going to say about it is that it is one of those songs. It, to me, it's like a really beautiful love song, but mm-hmm. it also put you, puts you deep in your feelings because I can hear how you're reminiscing and it like puts me in a spot where I want to reminisce too. I'm like, yes. yeah, I feel that too, girl.
1: There's somebody who like when I'm listening to the song that's in my mind, like it makes me think about a particular person and situation and brings me back to a certain like time and place. And I'm just like, oh. If only maybe it was a different
0: time. <laughs> and sometimes timing is really all yeah. it ever is. So
1: um, um, I read something about this song that you wrote it because of a situation or someone in your life that you ran into, correct?
2: An entanglement. Yeah.
3: It, 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 <laughs> it, it was so funny. Actually, like a, a like a, a piece of press came out yesterday and the huge headline, it said like, Tiger Lily writes song about ill-fated, tragic trip to Portugal. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. That's I mean, oh, wow. not the one that I saw. Yeah. one way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, uh, it was a guy who I had met studying abroad. I actually met him in a dance club and I thought he looked like the Spanish, like Adam Levine, but like a Spanish version. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that's a nice look. <laughs> <So> we started <laughs> talking and I just like, was like completely like enamored with him for like five years and... I think it was a situation where we didn't have, I mean, I mean, I don't really know what happened. All I know is somehow I ended up in Portugal like five years later telling him I was in love with him. And I thought he had always felt the same because he had acted like that for like five years. And we'd always been like traveling back and forth to see each other. And he was like, and he was like, no, like, I just like, it's not like that. I just kind of keep you around. And it just totally broke my heart. So <sighs> I never it was not it about it she got oh gaslit my- is what
1: she saying right? oh my god oh my god i wish i could oh, say that is- i don't know that feeling but i just want to say bro. good
0: job of writing such a beautiful song because ill. yeah
1: my song would not have been as nice yeah it would have <laughs>
0: been something else <laughs> <laughs> um oh go ahead um i was <laughs> We do that often. I <laughs> yeah. think it's weird. Um I was going to say this is like a very um sultry pop song and you know talking about how you started off doing grunge rock. I wanted to actually kind of like switch back to that conversation because um I was also reading an article from you and I just really wanted to know more about that situation situation. Um there was like a specific time where you guys were told that you should move to Japan and do J-pop instead. Correct.
3: Yeah. I remember we did this. We had done a, we had done a, like a prominent <laughs> battle of the bands and like the advice and feedback we got was just, it, it had like nothing to do with our, it was like, it wasn't about our performance. It was all about our image. And people just kept telling us like, cause I mean, we were, it was, so it was with my sister and cousins. So it's like three like young Asian American women in a grunge band and i mean that doesn't really fit in with with what grunge has been and i think people were kind of confused by us and they were like why don't you try like j-pop or k-pop and then maybe you'll like blow up and i was like that's not what we're doing at all
0: (laughs) it also seems like a microaggression as well yeah who says that um that that really had me stuck because here's I was the, like I don't here's know the thing. how I would have
1: handled that situation if that's something that grunge doesn't like have or out here that's not a common thing why is that not someone that you would want to try to uplift and push Bring forward and yeah that yeah. doesn't make any sense um,
0: I also want to tack on to it so like from this whole you like went from being in a grunge band and you did that for how many years you said
3: it was I started that when I was I think it was like 13 or 15. We were really young. It was back yeah. in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, when did you decide that you wanted to go pop? Like you wanted to um, do pop music instead. Was it like something that you, it was like, as soon as the band kind of like broke apart, you knew that it was your calling or was it like it, it took, took you a time. Yeah. to decide on that?
3: I had always loved pop music. Um I think it's funny because actually at the time, you know, when I was in the band, I thought we were making pop. Like, I kind of thought like we were kind of making pop music and now I listened back to it and I was like, this was so not like, <laughs> this, this, is, this is pretty out there. Um, So I'd always loved pop music, but I think I grew up listening to a lot of rock music and like Radiohead, I grew up on bands like that. And so the music I was making, it really wasn't mainstream pop at all. It was pretty indie, but I'd always had that love for pop music. Um, so when I was trying to think about what's next, I was like, that that would be great. And I and I mean, in Seattle, even when I was in that band, I was singing on a lot of local artist tracks. So I was singing on like Travis Thompson's tracks. I knew Travis before he even started doing music when he was a poet. Um, oh, fun. Yeah, way back in the day. So I was singing on his tracks. I was singing on Adam Nystrom's tracks. A lot of local artists that were doing something completely different and i was like and i always loved how my voice sounded in those songs and i was like it'd be cool to do something like more pop
1: yeah, yeah. so you do have a very pretty and really like yeah. a good voice for pop yeah you know it sounds so nice and natural and it's it's so weird like you can hear people that um make music and you, are you playing guitar on this song as well yeah is that mm-hmm. also you by the way yeah okay. it. We, we had a family <laughs> have a feeling, you know. So it's one thing to not only like play guitar on it, but also sing on the track and sound so good and have it sound like one awesome cohesive piece. It's just that's amazing. We hear a lot of local music that maybe the vocals are off or the music is too loud too or loud. low or something. This sounds like such a perfect track. You you did such a good job on it. I listened to it how many times this morning? Getting ready, yeah, listen to it like. 10 times. I had it like on repeat, She's and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is definitely you know." I was definitely in my feelings, thinking about a boy
3: the whole time. <laughs> I had I had some guys DM me after it came out, and they were like, "This reminds me. This makes me think about my ex girlfriend." I was like, "That's when I knew." I was like, "Wow, <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're
3: in your feelings too? Oh my gosh!"
1: <laughs> How long
3: did it take you to write uh, Lisbon? Mm-hmm. I actually wrote it in like. I mean, there were definitely, like, the iterations of, like, the electric guitar lines and stuff. Those came later, but, like, the song itself and, like, the lyrics and all that, I wrote it in one night. And I found, like, with the, like, the songs that I've loved that I've done most, it's usually songs that'll come out in one night. Because it's because you're feeling so many emotions and the song has to come out. It's, like, you're not pushing it at all. It's just, like, it needs to be written. Yeah. I love it
1: um one co- last thing are you still in contact with this boy <laughs> i knew you're gonna
3: <laughs> yeah, so complicated i i like i i decided i want to be his friend it was funny we'd always had this relationship where we'd help each other out with like translation stuff i mean okay. So okay. Romantic. yeah I mean, he'd be like can you help me with the english on this essay and i'd be like you in know, spanish on this essay um, but you know, he actually disappeared right before the song came out, like the day before. And I haven't heard from him since, and I know that he is not ignoring all these posts I'm doing like 24/7 on my Instagram. So, to be continued. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We're gonna have a Lisbon part oh. two. <laughs> I know, Seattle, yeah, the reflection on Lisbon. <laughs> <laughs> That is <laughs> no. Maya's just rolling her eyes she's like no <laughs> hey,
1: i know it's funny as soon as i asked if you were still talking to him she was like oh
2: major side eye like my whole relationship with tiger is just like don't let these men mess with your emotions like it's just not <laughs> No <that's> with songs <laughs> well, like, but it was funny. I think you said something the other day, like, yeah, like men should just keep, you know, messing with my emotions and I'll keep writing out these good songs and, know? and I was just like, no, I think you have enough of men, like enough men who did that in the past. Uh, why don't you just think about that in retrospect yep. and not deal with them forward. And that we was got great. plenty of stuff to work with. Right. Yeah, Like, let's not keep breaking your heart for fun. Like, hey, I, can, content, but... I
1: can share some of my stories with you. If you need content, girl, I got you. <laughs>
0: So. <laughs> so do you have any questions for uh, Maya and, you know? Uh- yeah, um, Maya, I did have a couple of questions with you just related to like music
1: management. Okay. How long have you been doing it? Um, what got you into it and things like that? So let's start with how long you've been doing it.
2: How long I've been doing management specifically, I would say I started in February of 2018. And so back then, I was actually managing uh, music producers. So I was working for this company called Little Underground Management. And this woman named Laura Jones has a roster of seven, now eight or so, producers and engineers who have won, like, Grammy's for Panic! at the Disco! And, like, one of my good friends, Gloria Caba, is an amazing black female engineer who has trained under q-tip and has worked with like solange and assistant engineer wow, borderline wow. and one of my good friends aaron tonkin who um made a donation to our release party recently she uh, <laughs> assistant engineered uh for david bowie before he passed away so wow yeah so i was very lucky um to get that and like really spend two years it's like i've been working in the music industry i would say probably since 2016 2017 2017 entertainment since probably 2015 16 um but management specifically i was doing management and R. still do management and R um for producers and engineers and i loved it but i was like i want more of this like you know what i mean so february this year I went out on my own, still consulting for people I've worked with in the past, but more so, like, averted my focus to Tiger Lily specifically after meeting her in last year. So, yeah, or March of
1: last year. So, cool. So, now, have you found any challenges in your position as a female in the industry? And (laughs) yeah,
2: (laughs) you knew that was coming. Uh Oh, um, yeah, a lot. Uh, and it's, there's this intersectional challenge of both being a woman in this industry and being a black woman in this industry. And a lot of people like to lump the two together if it's the Mm -hmm. same struggle and it's really not. Um, and I witnessed this from like, if I'm going to be transparent, I had seven internships in college and I had to create my own curriculum outside of what my school was teaching me because I knew no one was going to create these opportunities for me. And I've, interned at record labels like mom and pop to Columbia Records to like all of these different places and there was this overarching theme especially at the bigger places that I had interned at and spent time there because again as being a black woman I was told that like no one's going to hand me anything and no one has handed me anything I had to go and get everything I got one way or another some people really respected that and I found that a lot of people who did respect that were other people of color I did find, unfortunately, that a lot of people who weren't of color and sadly women um, were very frustrated at the way that I was moving through space and just kind of not waiting for people to give me permission to do what I needed to do. And it was very sad because that's actually how Tiger and I met. Uh, <laughs> we were interning together and at Sony and I was pretty much just relaying my frustration with people who I was supposed to be looking up to essentially boxing me into a hole because they were under this notion that they needed to compete with other women in order to succeed and mm-hmm. didn't understand how that just plays into this patriarchal notion yes. that you can fight other women as opposed to lifting each other up. Yes. And I can understand like why you would have that pressure, especially as an ANR at a major corporation, because your job is to sign talent before other people sign talent. But I was like, if you're doing your job well, you would understand that there is an endless amount of talent to be discovered and if you do your job well we can all win okay there's 100 spots over hot 100 okay and that can rotate now every week exactly but these women did not have that mentality and my I've said this I say this all the time um my my goal is to lift up and especially every black woman and just shower them all with the love and affection that I did not receive my entire life because I feel like I love that Thank you. Because I I just feel like when you go through trauma, I'm just going to say for what it is, you can either come out of it very resentful and hurt other people and treat them the way you were treated because you're upset that something was taken from you, or you can turn it into something beautiful and positive. And I think that's the best revenge really to say, well, I'm just going to love up on y'all harder because- Yes, clearly it."
1: (laughs) Are you sure sure your color is not also yellow? (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's gold. <laughs> yes I do love that yeah thank you I appreciate that that was beautiful
1: yeah thank you so much for answering those questions I know that it can be hard as a black woman in per- period let alone being in that kind of industry and you know totally people want to step all over each other's toes and
2: <laughs> oh and that's my biggest thing too i'm just like you guys every i think every success i've always said and i say this to my friends and someone else said it to me and it, it stuck with me this man his name is odyssey he's actually a very well-known like sudanese uh musician but i remember i was at his studio one day and he's like yeah i like to operate out of abundance and not scarcity and i was like whoa <laughs> <laughs> and he i remember he told me that like last year and i was just like yeah because essentially it means like if you just give like don't be stupid you know like self-preserve yourself but like if you you cannot go wrong with love you know set right. of boundaries and make sure people don't take advantage of you right. but me helping someone is not going to hurt me and if they Absolutely. decided not to help me back, that's not my problem. It's, right. like, I feel good knowing that I did what I was supposed to do, and you can believe in karma, you could not, but, like, I just think the more good I put out into the world, I'm gonna get that back. back. Absolutely. Right. I preach. I'm I a firm that. believer of
1: that, and I'm a firm believer of manifesting what you want.
2: That's a whole um, <laughs> one One
1: last quick question here before we jump into our next break. Um, we want to talk about the release party that you had for Lisbon, Tiger mm-hmm. Lily. And you guys um, had a fundraiser, a benefit concert on IG Live to the Marsha P. Oh, shoot. Marsha P. Johnson. Thank you, foundation. Johnson. I almost said the wrong last name and I was like, ah.
5: <laughs> um,
1: why did you guys, why did you choose that? You know, what what is it about um, the foundation and what you believe in that made you want to do that?
3: Yeah, so Martha P. Johnson, she was a famous transgender, right? Gay liberation activist and self-identified drag queen. And I had watched the Netflix documentary that they put out on her. Right. Yeah, I, it's called The Death and Life of Martha P. Johnson. And it's it's wonderful. And I mean, growing up, I actually had a lot of um, transgender friends. And when I watched that documentary, it just really stuck with me. Like, just like the disproportionately high rates of violence that trans women face, and especially black trans women. And I mean, she, Martha lived such a colorful and beautiful life. And then she had a tragic death. Um, but they had a she had she, they found her in the in the Hudson River and they had initially ruled it as a suicide and everyone who knew her was like that was definitely not a suicide right. and oh, you, you see the reaction of like the police they just completely brushed it over no, and no and just like it was just it was just so sad to see that and that's something that's still going on and I mean she years ago but like when just watching right now with the Black Lives Matter movement it's just the outcry from the trans community about the deaths of like. Dominique Fels and Ryan Milton and people just and aren't giving those guests the same attention and um, so I was like this is something that's really important and it's it's especially timely right now with what's going on so that's why we wanted to um, hold the benefit concert.
0: Yeah that was awesome that we was tuned awesome. in. We watched for Campanas.
3: We did yeah we, <laughs> but,
1: we we happened to tune in right as Campana was starting we are yeah. like oh hey that's a familiar face <laughs> <laughs> um
0: awesome.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. We um are we are huge allies and we're always looking for ways that we can, you know, use our voice and our platform to be better allies and participate more and look for opportunities. So, um it's good to know that there's a foundation like that out there and we could probably do our own part to help and contribute and be better allies.
0: I also wanted to know like overall, did you did you guys meet your goal for Oh yeah. The fundraiser? Yeah. Or did you surpass it?
2: I
3: yeah okay we raised over 700 so that was awesome we, almost, we didn't even set a goal um uh-huh. but i i was really happy with that yeah. and i was super happy with the turnout for the show and yeah. just we had we had artists of color performing at the show and a lot of local seattle artists who I look up to like Aon and Pete Cruz and and campana so it was just and Brian chin who he was in Seattle but is now in New York. um So yeah, it was it was just fantastic to to ha- uplift those artists too and ha- all come together for that show.
0: And one yeah. la- one last question, really quick. Sorry, I know we um, keep saying one last. It's question. an IG. It's a, it was an IG live, but is there anywhere that we can watch it or that our listeners can watch it if they wanted to? Like yeah. A- So
3: my ig yeah yeah Yeah. so if you go to my handle at tiger lily underscore music and then it's in the igtv section okay
2: cool so to save over there i was just gonna say too like i was blown away at the turnout just because i'm somebody who i mean like even as like a dj like i would watch like other djs like live streams and i would watch like diplo's live stream and i would just notice that regardless of your following follower count it was very hard to keep people engaged for yeah. a certain time and i did a, a instagram live workout with a lot of promotion with one of my friends who's like on a sex top model like erica well she's amazing but like we had like 70 people tune into that and i was like oh this is amazing so the fact that we had like a thousand people tune in over two hours for this yeah. like release party that we threw together like in two weeks so <laughs> i was like what and then to be able to like tiger was saying like give a platform for all the seattle yeah. artists. My own sister, Maddie Levy, she's like an oboe performance major at the University of Michigan. And like people really there's, don't associate Black people with classical music. So she did a mm-hmm. tribute to Lisbon for Tiger. And so I'm so glad she was able to do that. Oh, and, I love. Yeah, and like Savania and like Nikki Hayes, like everyone, Aon, everyone on the lineup was just really amazing. So I'm just, I'm glad we got to do that. So. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs>
1: Alrighty, guys, so before we jump into our hot topic, we're gonna take another quick two to three minute break. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You're listening to The Way with Jazz and Tay.
4: Teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked,
0: endless worrying about college,
4: cyberbullying, high expectations, all the
1: negativity.
4: There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do Washington's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We We play!
1: Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports
4: have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun.
0: Not just fun. They're a lot of fun.
4: (laughs) 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 Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future.
5: This message presented by the Washington Interscholastic Activities Association and the Washington State Secondary Athletic Administrators Association.
0: Hey Seattle! Tune in to The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. We have something for everyone from Song of the Week, where we'll introduce you to local Seattle artists, to the quirky games that we play for that little pick me up to get you through your morning commute. Again, that's The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. See you guys on Thursday.
4: Time is funny. Sometimes it seems fast, another time slow. When it comes to time slots remaining on Alternative Talk 1150, time is running out. In fact, there are just a few primetime slots available. So if you want to host your own radio program, the time to call 425 653 1150 is right now. Nope, no time for excuses. Dial 425 653 1150 to find out how affordable it can be to host a radio show. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Going against the grain has never been this much fun. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Welcome back to The Way with Jazz and Tay, you guys. Uh, before the break, we did a review of Tiger Lily's Lisbon. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's a little sad. Uh, but you guys should definitely check it out. Um, and now we're gonna get into our hot topic, which is <laughs> mental health versus the internet. Jazz, you gonna launch us in? Let's do it. So.
1: You guys, the past couple weeks have been full of free Britney, and let's pray for Kanye, and (laughs) Tamar Braxton tried to commit suicide, and the internet has been making this all memeable moments. Now... We really wanted to open this up into a larger conversation because we truly feel like the internet's becoming desensitized to these types of issues and concerns that Brittany and Kanye and Tamar are going through. They are very real. It's very known and very well known that Kanye is mentally ill and that Brittany's suffered from years of mental health illness. And um, we're just laughing at it. We're, we're thinking that I'm not laughing, but I mean, you know, I'm saying the internet, like a a collective, you guys know those, you know, the internet wins again and this and that and the other. And unfortunately, um, people have turned these kinds of things into a laughing matter. And we kind of want to open that up and talk about what's really going on at hand and bringing awareness to the brevity of the situation and also how we can be more sensitive to it Mm -hmm. and maybe stop, you know, sharing some, I know I get it. Memes are funny,
0: but We can't laugh at everybody's pain. Right. Um, I don't even know where <laughs> we start with this conversation, but I would like to know, like just even like launching into it the way that you did with, with all the time that everybody has at hand right now. Yeah. Do you think that it's, it's high, it's like uh oversaturated now because we're all bored at home and it's like, we have the time to make these things, you know, quick yeah. games or do you think it's been like this even before lockdown and quarantine? I mean, I know it's definitely, you know, we're all in famous people's business, but do you think that this feels even more- um, Amplified. And prominent um, that we're in quarantine?
3: I feel like people are always up in everyone else's business, especially. Like, I feel like there's always (laughs) more people at home regardless of if there's a pandemic going on. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. People are always trolling, right? Everyone's always trolling, yeah. So,
1: so like, let's start with, let's start off talking about um, Kanye West and his latest rant. You know, back in 2016, he said he was gonna run for president in 2020 and everybody was like, haha, yeah, right, Kanye, whatever. And then the election stuff started speeding up and he was still kind of MIA. And out of nowhere, the beginning of July, he announces that he's running for president and then proceeds to have a rally in which we see him essentially start to like disintegrate during this rally.
0: Yeah.
1: And for anybody, (laughs) anybody who, who knows Kanye West and mental health, you can see him going through some kind of mental break at this time uh, is manic. Yes. A manic state of mind right now. Maya, you, you look like you're bursting at the tubes. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, so mm, please stop me if I, you know, go over time. Uh, essentially, I am a very big advocate of mental health and mental health awareness, and I think it's very important, and I think a lot of people, especially within communities of color, neglect mental health before it gets too bad, and then would result to coping mechanisms that, you know, look kind of like what Kanye is doing. And I will mm. say... Um, While mental health is extremely important, Kanye knows and has known that he has a mental health problem. And there's a difference between recognizing that you have a mental health issue and seeking help, not only from your loved ones, but from your community and the people around you. But Kanye is a grown man who has known that he has bipolar disorder for years now and has admitted to not taking his meds and being off of his meds. And has instead chosen to weaponize his mental health, to sell records and to oppress his own people whether that be conscious or unconscious is a completely another debate. But even prior to Kanye having been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, we have always known that he was a yeah. narcissist. Yeah. And mm-hmm. clinical narcissism is a mental health disorder. It's cataloged within the DSM-5. We can get to all of that if necessary. Mm-hmm. However, that is still something that needs to be treated. And he was a narcissist prior to even entering into music and used it to sell his records he used his mania once he realized he had bipolar disorder to sell his records and we were all making excuses for him because we're like well we like kanye he's pro black like black his, black head kanye like love that kanye yeah. like kanye being kanye and making excuses for him because instead of recognizing like no this man is not only a narcissist he's also a misogynist and he's also anti-black if you really want to think about it in terms of the whole misogynoir mm-hmm. notion mm-hmm. I will put it away my friend Nikki hayes who was on on the lineup said best in the stallion was still sexualized when she was shot there we go Thank because you. of the way Kanye targeted a black woman for challenging him with facts yet hugged a white woman for doing the same at his rally because of the way Harriet Tubman was discredited by Kanye because of how when we talk about these things men suddenly refuse accountability in their role of black women being unprotected that is my issue with Kanye because if Kanye really wanted to get help and I think he is known that he has yeah. needed help, but has instead chosen to, with his narcissistic self, nah, I I got enough control over this to the point where it's making me money and it's giving me attention. So I'm going to let it run free. And it may be getting to a point where it's a little bit outside of that control that he thought he had. Because again, yeah. we all know that Kanye thinks he's a god. And so Kanye yeah. doesn't he think <laughs> he's self-proclaimed. And if we're really going to get into it, I do not Personally, have favorable opinions of the Kardashians and their family for a okay, minute. Right, ways. right. However, <laughs> what I will say is bothering me the most, and I tweeted this the other day. Y'all want to follow me on Twitter? That's your own prerogative. The Kardashians <laughs> are problematic in so many ways, but yeah. I find it so funny how y'all wait to hold them accountable for anything until it is a grown man who's in trouble because he's been a narcissist with unhinged mental health issues that he refuses to treat. It is not black women's job and it's not white women's job. It's not any woman's job to police another grown adult, especially if he's someone who does not want to get help. I am all for getting people help with their mental health issues. And I can understand not wanting to see treatment can even be a symptom of those mental health issues. However, you can only help people who want to be helped. And I will say as somebody who has encountered plenty of loved ones in my life with unchecked mental health issues and checked mental health issues. The difference being, I have a very, very close friend of mine who I lived with for a year and a half. And she had told me that she had borderline personality disorder. And I told her, well, and she told me like, I used to be a very bad person. I used to treat people very terribly close to me. I did not want to be that person. So I got help. And I will say Mm -hmm. that throughout my entire time with living with this woman, she never once took her mental health issues despite being very serious and very grave out on me because she did not mm-hmm. want to be that person. Kanye is probably- doesn't care. The, He doesn't does care. He doesn't care. and is taking out what he's dealing with not only on the world, which is why we care now, but on his own family and we can make- Yeah. Arguments. So
1: yeah. actually I did want to say something about that. I'm glad that you brought that up because- um, we were talking about how like Kim Kim Kardashian, everybody's expecting her to hold him accountable. And why are you not there with your husband? Why are you not why are you not with your kids over there and blah blah blah? I said that. And <laughs> well no, there's <laughs> other just, just, but you're I You're not said the only that. one. You're not the only one. But, <laughs> but I did. Um, she also brought up a good point that Kim Kim Kardashian herself is a narcissist. Okay. Yes. Very good. You, you put Kanye <laughs> and Kim together with his unchecked mental health. And then everyone's wanting Kim to speak up and say something, in which she did. And she's basically saying the same thing that you are that Kanye, we cannot do anything for him unless he wants to do it. There's nothing that we can say or do about this unless he actually wants to get that help. So I'm really glad that you said that because it's it takes it takes that person it takes the will and the want from them in order to make that change and you also bringing up that you have somebody in your life who's dealt with that and has made that effort to not be that way towards you speaks mountains to it because I've got someone I have a friend in my life who also struggles with stuff like that. And the same kind of thing, you know, she she's open with me about what she's dealing with and what she's going through. And we've got our boundaries when it comes to that. I respect that. And we don't you know, we never I've never taken anything personally. I've never felt um I've never felt like her mental health has affected our relationship because of
2: that right and like to your point about kim too and like thank you for that and like i will say kim is a narcissist and her mother's a narcissist and like you have two narcissists now raising their children who despite not knowing what's going on behind closed doors i see about how he speaks about his daughter and it terrifies me honestly and i will say though to that whole point kanye was a narcissist who knowingly went into and married into a family that he knew we're narcissists. Oh. <laughs> that was his choice. And so yeah, even if it was, and I of course think his mental health has gotten worse than being in that family, but that was oh. still his conscious choice that he made at his big age mm-hmm. to go and marry into this family. So I cannot sit here and feel sorry for someone who was constantly putting themselves in harm's way knowingly. Do I feel bad about his mental health issues? Yes. Do I want him to get help? Absolutely. But again, we can only help people who want to be helped. So.
0: Um we have to get ready to wrap it up, but I do want to pose a question that we'll probably put on our Instagram story. Um, why do you think that the black community or the African American community feels a need to shelter Kanye or to shelter other African American influential people who have done bad things or are doing bad things that are detrimental because there's this whole, you know, we're rooting for everyone who's black or, you know, protect Kanye at all costs. Why do you think that that is such a prevalent, uh, stance like why why do we feel the need to shelter kanye why do you think people are turning a blind eye to the fact that he's a narcissist we don't have time to get into it when we got to go ahead and get wrapped up but i do want to pose that question yes and then put it out to instagram if you want to answer it maya i'd love to put it out for our uh our (laughs) listeners yeah if you want to like shoot us a quick video (laughs) (laughs)
1: let's go ahead and go through our recap ladies so introduction and icebreaker I'm going to say is absolutely the way absolutely we all learned a lot about each other in in a fun way yeah Yeah. (laughs)
2: we're all convertibles
0: yes (laughs)
2: Um,
0: review of the week Lisbon Lisbon's definitely the way definitely the way absolutely it's beautiful really Tiger Lily I'm probably
1: going to go listen to it again some
0: more honestly (laughs) so I can get even more in my feelings um and then the hot topic, mental health and the internet. Um, I'm going to say it's not the way. I don't think that it's really a place where we should be discussing that if we're not going to be discussing it in a healthy in a, way that's productive. Thank
1: you. That was perfectly summed up. Yes. Because the internet wants to make a joke out of everything. So, yeah. And I love that. It's not funny. No.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm. I agree. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for... Uh, Tuning, or for joining us today if you guys can really quickly in like 1 minute plug yourselves.
2: <laughs> Tiger go first. Plug, okay,
3: uh okay, I got lots of plugs. So um yeah, the music video came out yesterday for Lisbon too. So that is really exciting. Um, and I actually made that music video using clips of the actual trip that inspired the song. So check that out. Everything is on my Instagram at tigerlily_music underscore The link in my bio is links to the music video and all of that. So check that out. We're on Twitter. We're on all the profiles. Please it. follow
2: her on Spotify. Please add the song to your playlist. It really helps us out a lot. Like, I added it on title. I got you on it. my title. Thank you. Um, <laughs> in terms of my plugs, you can follow me on Instagram.com slash my underscore XO. That's I-T-S-M-Y-M-Y underscore XO. I have a link tree there with all of my stuff. Go crazy. There we
1: go. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us. You guys have a great day. And thanks for listening to The
0: Way With Jazz and Thanks. <laughs> As always, thank you so much for tuning into the way. Catch you next week, same time, same place. Follow us on Instagram at The Way and on Twitter at the WayJT. Don't be afraid to DM us if you have
1: any questions or suggestions about the show. Until next time, bye. Peace!